It is season five, episode two. Why do you, why you got to start off like that immediately, man? <laughs> it's just, it's July and it's episode two. Okay, you know what? Just I, call it episode ten. Uh, I love it. It's season five, episode 32 of the <laughs> Whales Are Whales podcast. Cast. I'm Brian. Hi, Brian. I'm having to remember that. Hi, Cameron. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. Who am I? Oh, gosh, you're a kind soul who has decided to, well, as of a couple days ago, be like, can we record something? And I'm like, sure, why not? It's been the requisite two months. It has, it has. Uh, But you still don't know my name? Is that what I'm I'm, I'm getting here? Yeah, Cameron. Oh, um... So funny story. I listened to the, some okay. of the uh, the old productions again the other day, and I, I ran into one of my favorite lines, which is um, yes. the one I can't remember the exact the exact build up to right. it. It's in Christmas mm-hmm. Kerfuffle where you, you yes. say Cameron. Can you remember the, the context surrounding that? What was the line I before believe, that? I believe it is Stephen. It is him. Cameron. Yeah, he says um, something else like a nuttercracker Cameron yeah, or something like that. Yeah. And it was really funny. So it's an amazing line because I wrote Steven as the most annoying person. Oh my person. gosh, he's so annoying. <laughs> it's a little unfair to Steven that that whole production, but um No, you know what? Yeah. No, I think it's unfair to all of us on purpose because <laughs> so Zach true. is the worst creature on the planet. He just wants everybody yeah. to die. I am the most like rude, obnoxious, like, but yes. maybe right, but obnoxious regardless person ever. Yes. Steven is the most annoying person and you are the most like annoyingly calm and rational. And helpless. And help, <laughs> yeah, help, helpfully help or helplessly helpful. Or, I think it's, yeah. You want to be helpful, but you're helpless. <laughs> what makes that production work for me is that it's, I mean, except Zach, who's playing a character, mm-hmm. but well, actually, that's true to Zach as well. Like, uh-huh. it's, it is ridiculousness, but it's all based so in truth that it works. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. it's it's definitely an extreme version of everyone, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But it's all, I think, came out weirdly accurate to us as people, which think, makes me love listening to it. Yeah, it's, I think that's one of the reasons one of our one of our best ones is because all the other ones, for the most part, we're all being characters. Um, yeah more than just exaggerated versions of ourselves, but that one specifically you managed to capture our characters very well so good job man you wrote that thank good you job. man good old oh man the the disembodied for anyone who hasn't definitely check out the disembodied voices audio dramas um they were our introduction to just complete weirdness mm-hmm. um we were we were ostensibly just another video game podcast wherein we came on and talked about what we've been playing recently yep and then we started doing audio trauma started really quickly steven was like it's been 10 episodes and i've known these guys for you know four months time yes. to do an audio drama um yes steven, very quick steven really you know he likes having wow there are weird ads on the disembodied voices um website now that still it exists disembodiedvoices.wordpress.com oh we don't have the dvcast.com anymore do we nope it's it's just this freaky picture of a dog that says dog owner's number one mistake um it is a bad that dog is terrifying i don't even have i have ad blocker on so i have no uh, idea i thought i had ad blocker on but apparently i don't well, anyways, so, that was yeah. off topic. How are you, Brian? Well, we didn't actually talk about that. Yes. Sorry. The, the thing I was going to, I was just going to oh, help sure. people get to our audio dramas. I think it's only on DVCast oh. still, right? It's no, not no, 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 no. I, I did okay. something. I did whalesorwhales.com slash prod. No, audio dramas. Okay. Possibly. 
Nope. Uh, this is Dramas? good content. Um, yeah, this is terrible. Uh, uh pro- projects. No, I, mean, I can probably pull up oh, the website. Whalesorwhales.bandcamp.com. Oh, duh. That's right. Yeah. Whalesorwhales.bandcamp.com is not only our audio dramas, is is Brian, for some reason, went insane. <laughs> and I, I don't even know how you had the energy to do this, but you cut out every single thing that we ever did, ex- excluding just regular podcasting and put yes. them on a band camp for us. So, well, this was two years ago. Um, Abigail was about to go on a, a road trip. And so for her birthday in October, I did this because she really likes all the like, you know, sponsors and stuff. That's her favorite part of Whales are Whales. Sponsors. And so I'm like, well, like sponsors and the goofy uh-huh. skits and stuff like that. Yeah. She doesn't care about video games. That's, so, true. That's a good point. That's um, a good point. So I'm like, okay, I, since she's gone on a road trip and wants something to listen to, um, I'm going to make, uh, you know, cut all this stuff out. And I just got wait. I have a completionist streak in me, Cameron, that like when I'm given like a, a goal, uh, especially for a creative thing, if mm-hmm. I'm given like a specific goal to try to reach, I go really ridiculous trying mm-hmm. to reach it. And that's how I've ended up making like crazy things for Steven's birthdays. I have to give myself that goal. Uh-huh. And once I have that arbitrary goal to reach, I'm insanely dedicated to reaching. It. Yeah. Really no, weird. I get that. I get that. Yeah. The only thing is, if I had a goal like that, I wouldn't have a goal like that. I would go. That's smart. I would go. If I started this, I would go ham. I'm not yeah. going to start this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to exactly. do this. It sucks. So, so good on you regardless. To say, yeah, go to whalesorwhales.bandcamp.com. And is that going to go is away? First... Are we paying money for that? No, no, it's free. How it's is all that? there. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, under the audio dramas tab, we have all of them. The one we were talking about was a Christmas kerfuffle. I wish they were the... in order. Yeah, it's alphabetical. And I might see it's if I can so go It's so not alphabetical. Like... Is it not? No. You're right. It's super not. Yeah. I don't know why it's this way it must have been the order in which i uploaded it which was completely random yeah um, because so, like origins is the last one which is the first know, I, one I, I i'm pretty positive i can manually reorder this okay. so apparently i just didn't do enough work yeah. on this when i set it up so <laughs> Listen, i need to go back and go do the more. full 10 miles go the full 10 miles brian i know Come on. i know well Jeez. now everyone can listen to me while i reorder these so what was the first All one right. okay, uh, no, no no please let's do anyway else. you're asking me how i am I'm yes how are you quite well i'm i'm very late um i feel like that's a good start I, are you late i mean you weren't very late i feel like originally i said i was going to be home around six my time and then i'm like six to seven and then i'm like eight and then i'm like it's eight forty-five. Cameron, are you ready <laughs> well i was planning uh, uh, you said between seven and eight when, when people okay. give like between times i just uh, expect whenever um yeah, okay and then when you said about 30 minutes from now i i went by brian time so i was like <laughs> okay cool 45 minutes or so will be good and then you yeah. were only about five minutes late from that so so Here's what I love, Cameron. You've known me long enough that you're just so dang forgiving with Brian time because you're like, mate, you made all the calculations for me already. It's wonderful. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. listen, I bail on you sometimes, too. So it's a, it's a two way <laughs> so street. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was at my uh, at my parents for dinner. And well, the, it's hereditary. My dad's like dinner will be at five thirty. Dinner will be at six. Dinner will be at 630. It's seven. I think dinner's about ready. So, yeah, it, it literally just passed down the generational line there. Yep. Um, but dinner was absolutely phenomenal. Of course. of course. Like he had this was pesto chicken and he has grown this pesto from seed. <laughs> like he grows his own pesto. Yeah. He a, grows what? his own basil. He grows his own basil. Oh, and yeah. I guess pesto grows it, basil. He'd, he'd grown up from seed for like, I don't know, the last like four months 
and has harvested the basil and then made this pesto homemade. And it was just ridiculous. He was in the kitchen literally all day working on it. So hmm. it was good. Yeah. And you know, yeah. I, I, I would have really, really, really liked to see my mom and your dad cook not together. I want them to, I want yeah. to see them cook near each other, but separately yeah. because, and cook the same thing. Cause I would be really curious yeah. as to what they're, cause I feel like my mom spends way less time in the kitchen, but I feel like her right. food still turns out super darn good. But yeah. your dad's food is really darn good too, but I haven't had enough of his meals. Yeah. It'd be really curious to see how they're like, would your dad get up at 6am and kill and murder the cow, you know? And my mom is like <laughs> going to the grocery store and buying a steak, you know, that kind of thing. I'd right. be really curious I, would, to see. I would be curious the stylistic differences because we both grew up with parents who were amazing cooks. Yes. Um, and I've had your mom's food only once. I think it was at Ethiopian food uh, when I visited. Uh, um, we had Ethiopian food? She brought, wait, you brought some leftovers and it was like this kind of sponge bread and this oh, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And okay. it, I, I, th I think it was her cooking. Um, well, but it was, probably hers. it was amazing. It yeah. was so good. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we're uh, planning it, a trip, right? We're going to fly your dad out here. And uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, when would they ever be in the same location? Literally, it'll never, ever happen in the, in, yeah, in that's the universe. The so. Like when. Like the only way it could. OK, here's a way it could happen mm -hmm. is if you ever did move to Texas, uh -huh. then I'm sure your parents at some point would visit. And that's when. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that might work. That might work. Yeah, that's that's the one like weird possibility of where it could happen. Other than that, no. Yep. <laughs> oh, well, it's not going to happen. So anyway, uh, so I'm doing well. How about you, Cameron? Uh, I'm pretty good. It's been a weird yep. day. Um, It's been oh. a day of like weirdly broken uh, uh plans um mm, because yes. i was my dad was my dad played some music today in in a local park with his uh his praise and worship band they actually were gonna they mm. played some 70s music um and oh. i was like cool i want to be there what, what time and he's like oh, i'll be there by one and i was like cool i'll be there mm -hmm. um and I, I get a text at about 12 40 and he says we're starting early and i'm like oh no and so i i peeled out and i'm about 10 minutes away so i got there right as their set was about over and i'm like dang it i missed that is a short set well, it, I guess the time frame feels off. It was more like mm -hmm. it was more like a 25 minute set. Um, OK, that's but, And then so yeah. I was like, well, dang, I missed it. Uh, I guess we'll go because afterwards we were going to go to the orchard. My parents and my, my grandma's in town. And mm -hmm, I was like, mm -hmm. cool, let's go. Let's go meet mom and go to the orchard. And so we call her and she's like, we're already there. Right. We're coming home in about half an hour. What I'm like, the heck? why didn't you tell me this either? I was going to come with. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, well, you made an effort. So I, I forgive you. And I'm like, that, there's no forgiveness here. This is your fault. It's like, I just wanted me. to go. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, it's like. I love that. I love how your mom just turned that around on you. It's like, Jude, why didn't you invite me? Oh, I forgive you. It's like, that's, I, I, I don't even know. That's like judo, like social relations. I don't even know how to deal with that. Uh, yeah. And then and then it was like, OK, fine. Come on yeah. home. We'll go to we'll go out to lunch. OK, we'll go out to lunch. So I went home and uh, I took a shower and I got ready. And then nobody messaged me. And I got no nobody. I was like, is are they there? Are they back yet? My dad. And he's like, nope, not back yet. Like four o'clock rolls around and I'm like, I have to eat. I'm starving. And so what I finally eat happening? something and I text my mom and I'm like, listen, I had plans with two other people today and I'm leaving for a week or two weeks in a few days and I need to spend time with them. So I'm not coming over tonight. I'm sorry. And she's like, oh, but we just got back. And I'm like, you should have taken four hours to get back. I'm sorry. So and then and then uh, and then I hung out. And then the other time frame worked with the other friend and then only five minutes yeah. late with you. So it, it smoothed out towards the end of the day. But it was definitely like a series of comedically unfortunate events. Yeah, that's 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 i don't know that's kind of hilarious but 
annoying at the same time. I totally forgot you were leaving on that trip, though. Yeah, um, uh, Tuesday evening we're heading out. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very soon. And I'll be I will be in the land of very 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 little to no cell service uh, and slow oh. internet, but beautiful 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 uh, northern Alaska. So yeah, it's gonna I be guess fun. it's a fair trade. It's a fair it, trade. It is. It was. It'll be nice to not have to wake up and and look at my phone instantly yeah. and you know respond yes, to people and absolutely do things. It, I when I was there last summer, it, I left feeling re. I mean, I worked really hard. Actually, I did a lot of act, that. A lot too. of things. Yeah, that's great. That was the good part. Another good part is like I left feeling yeah. so regenerated. Weirdly, even if I had worked myself to the bone, it was really cool. Mm-hmm. I um, mentioned that trip last summer that i took to yeah. New mexico to mm-hmm. that monastery it had i literally no service and that was really yeah. cool yeah. like i literally couldn't check my phone for anything even if i wanted to mm-hmm. um and that was that was really neat and it was only for a few days but yeah. I, I appreciated it um the, the only thing that i'll have is uh, i there is no service what i what i meant yeah. by slow was we my grandma has very slow satellite internet um mm-hmm. with would you like to guess what the bandwidth cap um per day cap Per day. per day. Yeah, okay. it is. For um, sat- slow Alaskan satellite internet. I'm going to guess... Okay, I'm going to try not to be uh, a gig. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, 300 megabytes. Oh, uh, nope. 100 megabytes. Nope. 50 megabytes. Nope. 20 megabytes. 25 megabytes a day. What the heck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then... So what do you... Wait, what do you do with that? Do you load Google? I will tell you what you do. You be the first person awake and check your Facebook once uh, and <sighs> maybe your email. And that's it. Literally, that's it. I'm, and this is not an exaggeration either. That's literally it's the first person to get up, gets the good Internet. And then from then on, it they, they throttle. <laughs> they throttle it after that. But it was already so slow that throttling that slowness makes it basically like you're not on the Internet anymore. So it's like, wow, uh, did, what, did, Dad, did you get on the news this morning? I don't have Internet. And yeah, I did. I, I, I looked at one news article. All right, cool. I guess we won't be on the Internet today. So <laughs> it's insanity. Man, it really uh, makes you realize how spoiled we are. Oh, yes. In the, in the city. Yep, yep, um, yep. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm going to unfortunately lose my ability to not die horribly in Rainbow Six Siege um, for a couple weeks. Well, I mean, you could play by yourself. I, like I said, my ability to not die horribly was having you there. <laughs> I mean, you got a kill. <laughs> this is true, but uh, I feel like having a partner was uh, was a big part of that. Um, it does, yeah, what it have does you, help. What have you thought about that? So we've been playing, we've been trying to find other games to play recently. Mm-hmm. Other than heroes, mm-hmm. because heroes makes us sad, mm-hmm. and, and yet we also keep coming back to it. It's, it's an unhealthy relationship. It really is, actually. It's it's not. I mean, Cameron, this is just a repeat of how Stephen and I interacted with World of Warcraft, for, mm-hmm. you know, five years after Cataclysm. So I mm-hmm. feel the pain, especially since I was involved in both of them. It stinks. <laughs> this is like a pattern. Uh, I need to stop liking Blizzard games. Is the answer to this? Man, I don't feel like Heroes of the Storm got bad though. I think it just I know. something. Else, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I keep it's on making confusing. assumptions and I don't know, understand. Yes, but anyway, the the, the point of the story is not for us to talk more about Heroes. Oh, although okay. uh, we certainly can. Eh. Uh, but we were like, well, we're never going to talk to each other if we don't play Literally. Heroes mm-hmm. and do podcasts. So we're like, what other games can we play? And I literally like opened up internet articles of like top competitive multiplayer games. <laughs> and I'm like, let's see which ones I haven't tried. And I'm uh-huh. like, it is weird how many of these I have tried, like all of them. Um, but Rainbow Six Siege was one of the few that looked 
interesting and wasn't like paladins or whatever it's called that um, exists like, still i don't know it was on a list oh, okay <laughs> so, but i'm or royal rumble or i don't know like phone games i'm like this is one of the few that i haven't tried that that does like interesting to me so we've we've played a few games what are you what are you thinking of it going back to it cameron um it definitely is i i, I always see the potential when i play that game Mm-hmm. It it really comes down to you kind of have to be real serious to play that game. Yeah. Um, and that is that's one of the coolest, cooler things about heroes is that you don't. You can just yeah. pop into a quick match and be like, I'm going to fart around on Brightwing and play as a bruiser Brightwing, you know, if I want. Um, but in, in Siege, if you do that, it's like it's actually a good comparison. There's no team deathmatch in in siege the, yeah. like there is in like call of duty in call of duty the serious mode is search and destroy where you die you wait for the next round to respawn mm-hmm. but if you didn't want to be serious you played tdm and you just died over and over and killed over and over but in siege it's always you know one life you're out you have you have minuscule health and you got to really be serious to even to even survive you have to be serious and it's like that's a lot of being serious and i'm not sure if i can do that all the time yeah, I think that's kind of what I got out of it as well, is I'm like, I really in, enjoy and appreciate that this doesn't feel flimsy like a lot of online games mm-hmm. do. Like, there's consequence and weight to every decision. Yes. But the downside to that is that for a thing that's like, all right, let's spend some time together, silence. And it's like... Guy in the window, guy in the window, turn around. Exactly. I got a on top. Yeah, we can't say how was your day because <laughs> yep. you have to listen at all times for footsteps. So talking, not only is it distracting us, it's actively making us worse at yeah. the game. Yeah. And so it's this weird thing where it's like it's a super it, it is quite fun to be super focused on it. But I can't see it being like, ah, oh, the game that we play after a stressful day together. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then 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 it's the question of well, in that case, should we even invest time into it? Because yeah. it's like if we want to even be good casually at it, we have to invest some time. And is it worth right. it? I could just be playing Brightwing some more. Even yeah, more. that's where I'm not sure about it either. Something yeah. I am hopeful for. Uh, one that I have pretty good hopes for is Destiny Two. Once yes. the expansions come out, because ah. I enjoy Destiny. And it's a wonderful social game, even better than yep. Heroes in a lot of ways to yeah. be able to just oh, yeah. chat. Um, and you're already invested in it, and I then never, I can... Yeah, Destiny yeah. is like is like Heroes for me. It's like, even if yeah. I literally uninstall it, like I did with Heroes, I still like Heroes. I still like Destiny. I will Even if yeah. it's the worst DLC of all time, I still like Destiny, so it'll be something so, I play always. It, yeah, exactly. So I feel like between Destiny 2 and Heroes, we'll have our kind of game fix to play with each other until something new comes out, but I'm, I'm kind Borderlands. of doubting that there's something else right now that's Borderlands. what we're looking for. No. What? You don't like Borderlands? Not really. really? I played through Borderlands 1 with a friend. Oh. I, I, I don't know. It's not really for me. Um, okay. What about I it? The humor style is not... I don't like the humor style very much. Interesting. Um, it it weirdly reminds me of like a dirtier version of your guys' comedy style. Uh, yeah. I guess there's nothing in it that I... I felt like it was definitely trying. Uh-huh. But I felt like it was never quite hitting for me ah, uh, that's fair honestly yeah it was always it was like half feet off what i found funny mm-hmm. um, it, it gets better in borderlands 2 just fyi okay like way good better. to know I, I never played 2 or any of the dlc mm-hmm. i just played the base game and i think i'm also not a huge fan of um like post-apocalyptic mad max style like world design yeah like, i gotcha it's just not very pretty it's not very interesting to me 
Um, so like Destiny to me is way more captivating. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. World of Warcraft, way more captivating. And so it was, it was good. And also like, if I'm going to be playing a game that's kind of a loot game where you're, it's kind of like, I love World of Warcraft, not a big fan of Diablo. It's kind of the same for like Destiny versus, um, Borderlands. The sense of progression to me feels better in an MMO style game mm-hmm. than in a level based game to have that kind of loot stuff. Uh... For whatever reason. A, le- a level that well, what borderlands is like much more linear you play through oh. the story once that's oh, it you mean like level as in like world levels not like yes, you're sorry. leveling up your like character stages like yeah. stages yep okay yeah. gotcha so yeah. i think that's just why it wasn't super captivating to me that's fair uh, honestly i i'm yeah. i'm hyped for it but unfortunately it comes out like four days after the new destiny yeah. expansion and so <laughs> it's gonna happen in like december yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing that's so exciting about the new destiny expansion for me is it's doing what i've wanted mmos to do forever which is like an expansion is out mm-hmm. and you're you're you can just play the expansion with other right. people yes and i, I know. know wow kind no of boosts, did that none of that garbage with, but no not even boosts because boosts yeah are okay but even then it's still weird and janky and like yep then you have to you can't go back and play the old content this is literally just it's modular they release expansion packs you can play them with your friends. You can go back and play old stuff. You yep. can play it in any order you want. I'm like, this is this is exactly what you need. Like, this is 100%. 100%. I don't know how they're going to do it, I'll be honest with you. Because yeah. I get it if they were going to do it moving forward. Like, every new expansion, mm. you can buy into it and not have to play oh, previous ones. I assume ones. that's what it was. Well, it, it, it's that. And it's also, you can go back and play the old mm. stuff whenever you want as well. But, I, I like, okay, for example, your our maximum light level right now is 750. Um, right. Just your level, whatever. Um, yeah. If the new one is, if the new, if Shadow Keep's cap is a thousand, um, and I don't play it, and then the next DLC comes out and it's twelve hundred, is it gonna boost me to a thousand? Because if it does, then how am I gonna enjoy the previous content? Because I'll be way over leveled. Mm-hmm. Um, but it means I can enjoy the new content. But I don't understand how I'm gonna play the old. Stuff I have no idea either. I don't know if it scales you down. Um, it, that that could be a thing. They did just introduce a new type of modifier that they're running on raids on day one which makes mm. it so people can't over level for raids um it's called contest or maybe it's just contest um but <laughs> it's possible that that would work in the reverse and it would level you down even far or i guess no it will work exactly the way it works and level yeah. you down even farther so you play old content i don't know yeah. i'm curious to see how they end up doing it i'm i'm very interested and i'm very excited to see how they handle yeah. the the franchise now that they're very separated from activision yeah the little i i heard them say that and i also heard um i listened to them on they were on the giant bomb like every year giant bomb does like an e3 Yep. Late night yep. show. That that. Yep. On. Yeah. And they had some people on. It was really good. And they were just talking about how positive the reaction was to their recent announcements. And yeah. I kind of seem to take them by surprise because I think they've gotten really used to people being angry at them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're <laughs> like, it was so weird. We checked Twitter and expected to, to be super sad for a few days, but it was page after page after page of people liking what we were doing. And I thought that was <sighs> interesting. I mean, in, on one hand, I'm really happy for them. On the other hand, duh. Like I, people, we've been asking for this since the end of Destiny One and Destiny Two launched, and it right. was garbage. And it was like, where did anything, the RPG elements, the good, interesting yeah. content drop as we, you know, go through the year? Like, where did all of that go? And so I'm really mm-hmm. happy that they're finally going back yeah. to what I want the game to be. And they're adding, oh my gosh, they're adding more stats. They're adding so much more stats. Oh they're, really? Yeah. No, they're they're, hmm. they're 
turning into a even more of an MMO. It used to be that nice. they really specifically didn't want to mention the word MMO when talking about the game. Yeah. Um, this in an interview I, I I read or listened to them with Kotaku's podcast. Um, mm-hmm. they actually said, "No, we're going for we're trying to make an MMO now, like an MMO light." They said, and so bef- mm-hmm. Destiny One, we had three stats for your character besides just level. There was intellect, discipline, and strength. Each of them did a different cooldown. One of them was cooldown of your grenades, of your super, and of your punching ability. They removed those in Destiny Two and replaced them with agility, recovery, and resilience which had Mm -hmm. such little impact on your character in general that it was just who cares literally who cares they're Mm -hmm. removing those three they're adding back strength intellect and discipline and they're adding four more new ones that i don't even know yet we just saw numbers on there and we're not sure what they're stand to so that's a lot i mean listen that doesn't seem like a lot of stats when you play wow and you have a page of them but well, it's just more interesting things to change. Your, like, I want to build yeah. a, into a grenade build. You can't do that in Destiny, Destiny right now. You might be able to soon. You just throw grenades all the time and not actually yeah. use your guns. You know, maybe you can do yeah. that. Well, I, I totally get what you're talking about. I mean, WoW is a game that actually started out fairly complex and then got a little more complex in Burning Crusade. And I feel ever since Wrath the Cataclysm, they've been trying to simplify it more and more and more. And so they've actually been, like, removing a lot of stats right. and, like, what stats actually do, etc. So seeing a, an MMO move in the other direction of adding complexity instead of just trying to remove complexity is mm-hmm. kind of refreshing. Yeah. Um, so that is cool. Um, so I am very interested in trying that. I really enjoyed playing through Destiny, even though we never got to a raid, which is always the thing with MMOs because it mm-hmm. takes so dang long to get through all the content. Uh-huh. That by the time you get there, you're you're sick of it and can't do the raid. Well, I mean, so. man, not Destiny is pretty easy in that sense. Where except yeah. for the except for the main story campaign, that takes yeah. forever. Um, yes, but once you do- took us so long, right? But they're fixing that. You don't have to do that anymore. Exactly. Which is pretty cool. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So yeah, and yeah. and uh, yeah, I'm 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 super down to the raid. And the fact that I can jump between console and PC now is going to be the that best is thing in the universe. Um, yeah. We actually did a raid the other day, um, mm. impromptu, 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 whatever. Um, um, I see. We were we were all just sitting. We were like six of us in a party on Xbox, and we were mm-hmm. we were like, "Hey, hold on! All of us play Destiny, right?" And everyone was like, "Yo, I have a character up to pretty high level, yeah, yeah." And I'm like, "Why don't we do a raid?" And they're like, "Oh." Okay, yeah, let's do a raid. And we did a raid we hadn't done before, and it was really fun. I forgot how I've I've just been watching people play these raids since I haven't played a raid in a long time, and so I've been watching people play them. It's super darn fun. I wish I had played it earlier. Yo, you hadn't even done it? No, I there's I haven't done three. I haven't beaten any raids in Destiny Two except for the first one. Huh? I've only Why? played because well for a couple of reasons. A, all my friends who used to play Destiny left. Um, oh. because it was really bad and I don't blame them at all. Um, uh-huh. and two, it stresses me out to play with, with random people. Um, yeah. and so I just kind of stopped, but then yeah. a bunch of my friends have actually gotten back on it since the announcement and have been playing it more. And so suddenly nice. it was like, Oh, let's go do all the raids. We didn't get the chance to do. And I was very happy about it. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool to hear. Um, so left turn, I had an interesting, uh, Oh, Oh no, we're crashing. <laughs> ah, hello. Cameron, Cameron, no! Ah. I am sad. Good, bit. Right, Anyways. Now that we're <laughs> um, I just had a... I wanted to share with you a brief conversation I had with Stephen the other day. Okay. And I'm curious your thoughts on I'll this play, subject matter. I'll play Stephen, go. Oh, no. Just, <laughs> <laughs> dang it, Cameron, that was funny. Uh, but anyway, I was basically like, hey, Stephen. And he's like, what? And I'm like, so Spider-Man Far From Home is out in theaters. You want to go see that? 
there's a pause and he's like i don't know Mm -hmm. i think i'm sick of marvel movies Mm -hmm. or like and so i was just curious what you thought of with that he's like i feel like after endgame i just can't bring myself to go back and watch another one right now at least it feels like it's still too soon yeah to get reinvested in all of that again yeah yeah i i i definitely agree i'm not gonna go see i've heard spider-man is super super good yeah people Um, like it that's the thing it's not a bad movie right um i think i'm probably i'm definitely not gonna go see it in theaters unless we have to go when i'm in alaska my dad wants to see it or something but i'm not gonna actively go seeking it in theaters um yeah i i don't think i have an aversion to it but i had Mm -hmm. a different reaction to endgame as most people so that might play a part in it and i I never actually got tired of the marvel universe either i was still actively loving everything that they put out basically so I, mm-hmm. I, but the hype is not there anymore for sure. I yeah. definitely am not jumping out of my seat to go see it in theaters. I, but yep. I will, I'm still interested in watching it once it hits. Oh hits, yeah. Hits I will DVD. end up watching that. <laughs> Do they sell those anymore? Yeah, dude. They, Are, people, is there, is there a Marvel movie on VHS? Oh, Iron it would Man, be Iron Man or Hulk. No, I'm not seeing Iron Man. Maybe Hulk. I, I mean, Hulk was only that. a year before. Yeah, I think VHS was a little bit too late. If it was like 2005, yeah, it would have been out on VHS. But no, it's all DVD. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, anyway, it probably was on, been... on on HD DVDs as well. Oh yeah. Um, I never saw that Hulk movie. I didn't either. It was apparently really yeah. bad. Yeah, that was not quite the the Iron Man nope. of, uh, of of movies, but uh, anyway. Uh, so, so that what was about just you my guys? Are you guys are you gonna go see it in theaters or no? Uh, I think probably also wait for it to come out. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. It's like ah, it's a lot of it's money, and it's like I don't know. Did you see Detective Pikachu? Uh uh-uh. uh was it good? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't quite know. Like hmm, it was. Did you laugh? Yes. I mean, it was perfectly funny. It Uh was good. Uh It was like a B movie. It was like a just like fine buddy cop movie, but it had Pikachu in it. Mm. So So they didn't do anything special with the fact that it had Pokemon in it. Oh, no. That was what was good about it. Absolutely. The Pokemon humor was amazing. Okay. There was a wonderful Mr. Mime bit. There was a... I loved how the Pokemon were animated. There were a lot of little good jokes about like Ditto and like they, they knew the Pokemon well enough and it was almost all like original Pokemon or a uh-huh, lot of original right. Pokemon. And so that was good. It's just the plot was so by the numbers and the like actual movie right. was so by the numbers. It was just with fun Pokemon trappings. I mean, well, I mean, like, when do you ever have a good plot with Pokemon ever? That's a really good point, actually. I would say uh, that the only time I ever was even slightly interested in a Pokemon story was Ruby and Sapphire had stories that were really cool. Like the planet was getting set on fire by a Pokemon and I had to stop. Like, that was pretty cool. I yeah, still don't know if it so, was good. So here's here's yeah, here's an important thing I would have to say. This is not me looking at the movie saying you darn waste your potential, guys. A Pokemon movie about Pikachu being a detective could have been so good and you wasted it. I'm like... I feel like they did incredibly well with what they were given. Uh-huh. I just don't know if that's a very good movie premise to begin okay. with. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And, yeah well, just, well, after yeah. that glowing review, I probably will not see it anytime yeah. soon either. Uh, no, you don't need to. It's yeah. funny though. I mean, I mean, as video game movies go, it was a it was a darn like masterpiece. 
Huh. I wonder it was if it, well is done. Is there a better one than it currently, video game movie? Not that I'm aware of. I sure can't think of one. I liked, um, the, I liked the Prince of Persia movie okay. I did like that okay. I think this was better than that. Okay. I like also uh, well, yeah. I was a sucker and I liked the Resident Evil movies a lot. I never saw those. I they're, have not seen very many of They're good. Movies. People yeah. are people are mean. They're all good. <laughs> people are mean. Um I can agree with you on this. Yeah. But, um uh, hey, I have a I have a question about popular okay. media, popular, Ooh, popular cult- media. I media. Am the pop culture doctor. That's that, me. Mm, well, okay. Well, anyways, yeah. uh what do you what what are your thoughts on on David Cage games? Ooh, okay. I played the first few hours of the one about Psychic Lady. Uh, Beyond Two Souls? Yes. Okay. I didn't... It did not hold my interest, and I am trying real hard to remember why. Mm-hmm. Um, well, probably because it was bad. Yes. Right. So that's my opinion on David Cage. That's the I only play- thing you've ever played of yeah. his. Yes, Heavy Rain looked interesting to me. Oh, I never played it. Interesting. Um, and what, what was it? Fahrenheit? Indigo Prophecy? Indigo no. Prophecy, yeah. Well, nope, those are the same games. Yeah, didn't play that. Okay. So I am pretty ignorant about David. I hear all the jokes. I know what people think about him. Right. I could repeat what other people have said uh-huh. about David Cage. Um, but I, myself, that's about it. Gotcha. Okay, well, interesting. I have not played Beyond Two Souls, which is universally apparently even like even in terms of what people believe about david cage and his team is the worst of the bunch which is yeah interesting um so i have played heavy rain and i am actually currently playing detroit become human which is why i want to talk about it because i compare this game this is going to sound weird i compare this game to metal gear solid 4 that does not sound weird at all and actually all the metal gear solid games Mm -hmm. uh, because what I found that I really, really, really like with video games is I like triple A, uh, uh, not no gameplay plot driven based games. Like that's not very many. The, exactly, and that's why I'm really, really, really love. I love what the stupid David Cage guy does. I because I like okay for to give you an example of what I mean exactly. The Last of Us. I. Well, when I played it on PS3, I actually really, really actively disliked the gameplay in, in The Last mm-hmm. of Us um, because it was laggy and it was hard to control and I just wasn't having fun. But the story was so good that I would actively go, ugh, when the, when the cutscenes ended and then go, yep. yay, when they started back because I just I wanted the story and a little bit of yep. interactivity. Um, yep. And that's why, and, and Metal Gear Solid, luckily the gameplay was decent. Metal Gear Solid 4 specifically, I'm thinking about. The, the story was decent, but I loved watching the cutscenes. Um, mm-hmm. And and a lot of people would go, well, just watch a movie then, idiot. But I'm like, there's something about the little bit of interactivity in yes, between these I long movies the same way. that I yeah. really, really, really like. And even if, okay, so even if Beyond Two Souls, I mean, whoops, Detroit Become Human is, the story is pretty like, it, it's really in your face. And it's like, humans have, I mean, robots have souls. Free the robots. This is an analogy to black slavery. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I, I get it. But it's still incredibly enthralling. And I love it. Yeah. And I, I am. And I loved Heavy That's, Rain for the same okay. reason. That's something that I was talking to Stephen about recently as well, is that like, I understand that games stories typically like if you just want well told stories, other mediums are going to have a richer history than games for the most part. I mean, I get that. There's a few and, very far outliers, but in general, right. yes. Um, but 
to me, I agree with you. That layer of interactivity makes playing a game an experience like no other that yes. sticks with me like others don't. I have a personal connection to like the experience of playing through Shadow of the Colossus that is not the same as watching a movie. I bonded with the world and the character yes. because I am in the world. Like yep. it's different. And that's why I completely agree with you that like I those experiences of those games that can create like a a world that I really like feel I am a part of and grow a personal connection to, those are like the most meaningful stories to me mm-hmm. of any, even though like on paper, no, the writing and characters from this aren't going to rival right. great literature for the most part. Yep. Yep. I, I, I completely agree. And and that's why I've always, I've always, I've always defended heavy rain, which, you yeah. know, had a lot of, a lot of plot holes and people really just thrashed it. And I'm like, but remember the scene where, where, where Ethan, uh, spoilers. Okay. Yeah. Remember the scene where Ethan is trapped inside of a room and he has to he has to cut off his own finger to try to save his son? And, and it was so emotional because I was doing that and I was living yes. with his son and I know and he lost his first kid, you know, the joke, Jason, Jason. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He lost that. He lost Jason. And now I'm trying not to lose Sean, too. And it's like, this is. Yeah, I know this is not amazing writing. And it yeah. has plot holes. I don't care yeah. because it's right. me living this scenario right now. I it's think it's so the, cool. The brilliance of Kojima games is yes. how they get that. Like the interactivity, the way in Phantom Pain, there were some of those scenes like the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Where by adding that layer of interactivity, that's not like the most original thing to ever happen. Mm-hmm. But because you were in it, it's like. It transcends that. And it also, I don't know, I feel it brings a layer of creativity in because of how you're projecting yourself into the world that, mm-hmm. yeah, the writing might be basic, the animations might be bad, the music might be MIDI, whatever, but you're you're projecting so much imagination into it as well as a player because you're putting mm-hmm. yourself in that role. And so, I don't know, I, I, I think there's a lot there that isn't in, like, watching a TV show. See, that's actually interesting. You touched on about the, the surroundings, like the, the music and the graphics. Yeah. Um, about the game, I feel like I am. How do I describe this? I don't get quite as much of a feeling like I was talking about from Telltale games because yeah. of the. Oh, hi, bye. I'm See you later. Oh, sorry, oh, you were, you leaned away from your mic and it was sounded like you were a million miles away. Um, oh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't get quite the same feeling as I do with Telltale games because. The, because of the production value, I, mm. I, I like the Walking Dead season one was a really good example of doing that well. Um, but then I've never been able to really get into eh, the Wolf Among Us. But besides those two, every other one I've tried to play it with them with those games, even if the story is really, 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 really engaging, the interactivity felt bad. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and but with Metal Gear Solid Four and with Detroit, both of the times the story is bad, but the interactivity is super good. So even if it's right. press press and hold R to sit, press yeah. sit. I look at me, I did that. Yay! Yeah. Meanwhile, in, in walking in the Telltale games, it was like these weird, gross, janky, barely working cutscenes. That even if something interesting is happening during the cutscene, I'm like, yeah. hold on, I gotta here and mash a and watch my character clip into each other you know this is not that fun right. so i completely I think agree it's, with it's you a like weird mixture of the, of the really good triple a graphics and music immersing me it, that yeah. that overwrite the bad-ish story but make it engaging still i think yeah. i don't know yeah i know what you're talking about with the feel of the immersion though and to me it doesn't even have to be like 
high it doesn't necessarily have to be expensive like there can be expensive games like assassin's creed that i don't care about the interaction but it's like i know what you're talking about the it's like this and this is what i was talking to steven about recently is like it's the thing that makes me like a game or not it's very hard for me to say like oh i am a fan of these genres but not these genres like often it's in ineffable yeah something and i think a lot of it is what you're talking about is like that that feel of the interaction feeling like you're actually like making me feel like a part of that world and invested in it. So even something like Mist, where I'm literally clicking from screen to screen, to me, because of how it's handled and implemented, I feel incredibly invested in Mm -hmm. that minimal interaction. Um, While something like, again, to go back to Assassin's Creed, I don't feel invested at all, even though it's silky smooth, wonderful interaction. And so I know what you're talking about. And it is the the actual way that they're allowed, that they're letting you interact that that talks with everything else. So that's just something I love about games is I feel like it's one of the most like, there's so much going on. There are so many layers going on. It's your imagination mm-hmm. playing on your input, playing on sound, playing on music, playing on visuals. Like there's so many layers to it that to me, it's still the most fascinating, fascinating way to experience a story is in a game. Yeah, I think I, I completely agree. I'm excited to see. I'm glad people like, listen, I'm glad people like David Cage still exist and his studio is still yeah. making interesting things like that. I want, I want to know what the people who made Until Dawn make next, you know. I want to, yeah. I want to see what the people who, who made Life is Strange makes next. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm just, I love that kind of, kind of, interactivity interactive story and it's weird because i even i could even do with a little a little bit less gameplay in some of these games you know um like i I don't want a visual novel i don't want to read a bunch of text and choose a path i also don't Mm -hmm. want to watch a bunch of videos and choose a path like you know Mm -hmm. like dragon's quest or what was that what's that that old game called Uh, i know what you're talking about dragon It was Dragon, right? Yeah, maybe. But but what I want, uh, but I also don't need like, for example, Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. That's it. Um, In Detroit, there's a whole, there's a really annoying section where it's it's like a whole chapter of entirely of gameplay, and I'm like, this sucks. I hate this. The gameplay is not good enough to hold my attention for 30 minutes at a time. I need the interactivity between the characters and doing different actions to break it up. So. I almost like want a movie with like you know an hour of button pressing sometimes, but it's such and a you weird really thing to do want. like Metal Gear Solid Four. I know, dude. I was so <laughs> I would be so happy when Metal Gear Solid Four would pop in with a cutscene. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. I want to sit back and enjoy the enjoy the characters that I've been controlling doing something interesting. Um, yeah. And it helped that the gameplay was good in that game. Or Elisha, at least I liked the gameplay in that game. Yeah, um, absolutely. Meanwhile, as in The Last of Us, it was like. Oh my gosh, I I I can't care about the gameplay because I'm yeah. so invested in the story that the gameplay isn't good enough to hold my attention. Yeah. It was better on in 60 frames per second. I will yeah. give them that. And Uncharted, it, I feel similarly with Uncharted, but luckily Uncharted's also very easy. Yep. Um, so it helps. And what we're talking about here is exactly why I found Vampire such a good game. I will be the first yeah. to say there was too much of the gameplay that yeah. was not good enough. I am that is absolutely true, but. The way that I will temper that mm-hmm. is that actually did add to the feel of immersion in a oh, weird yeah. way because I was genuinely tempted to kill people so I would not have to die again and wait through a loading screen. <laughs> because the combat was so difficult and so annoying, it actually played into the rest of the systems in one of the most unique ways I've ever <laughs> seen a game like come together. So Yeah, that's cool. Incredibly I- flawed game, but... Yeah. Funnily enough, I think one of the reasons that I also couldn't get into Vampire was the fact that it was almost like too much 
story. Yeah. I don't want to say too much story because I like so more much and more story, to talk but to people, though. more like too much effort to make the story move forward or work. Yeah. I guess is the yeah, way yeah, of describing yeah. that. I don't want to read. I don't want to be reading through you know a trillion things and investigating clues and I don't That's know. That's a that game that requires a lot of player effort. It is right. not a Metal Gear where it's kind of playing itself along yes. and you're. It's like. You, you're having to put in so much effort to make any sense of that game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I totally I, get that. Did you beat it, by the yeah. way? We did. We did nice. beat it a couple so days ago. W- did, you, did you find it fully fully like good all the way through? You were happy with playing it? Yes. I cool. super enjoyed it the entire way through. I was really rooting for it to end because we were getting out of options. <laughs> oh, like, like, you mean like are- narrative-wise? Uh, well, like in terms of like we do not want to kill more people. They're, these districts are getting real, real iffy we are not high level enough this game needs to end because enemies in the hard mode that we played enemies would out level us like crazy like Mm. you do two missions and there are five levels ahead of you again it's like i don't want to kill someone else but i need experience and Mm -hmm. so he was just getting more and more you had to choose which friends you'd made to kill basically yeah basically it's horrible yeah it's horrible but it's really interesting yeah it's really really like some of those like talk about taking narrative and game mechanics and merging them that game what an ambitious, interesting game. For a double-A um, title, yeah, man. Yeah, it was super, super cool. So I want to see more stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, and I do, too, apparently. I just, maybe a little less complicated. Um, mm-hmm. Have you heard the... Speaking of, like, character deaths, have you heard the story about the the, the computer program being learned how to, taught how to play Tetris? No. Um, the, somebody wrote a program that was that was designed to, to for a computer to sit down and play Ketris, not knowing anything about it, and learn the rules mm-hmm. of it, and be able to try to beat it. Um, okay. And it was terrible at it. It was super bad. It it, it was it okay. continued to, to to lose over and over and over again. And for after a long, long time of losing, it was getting to the end of the t- board. That you know they were stacking Tetrises up, and they didn't know how to stack. And so it was almost about to lose, and it paused the game. Mm-hmm. And it sat on the pause screen forever, and it didn't unpause because the computer determined that the only way not to lose was to not play. Um, that's a real, that's a real story that actually happened. And, um, I had that moment yesterday, last night, late last night, I had that moment in Detroit of something bad happened and I had to react really quickly and I didn't know what to do. Um, and you know, there's a timer on all the option on the dialogue options. And so it was going down and it was going down and like, it was like option a blow everybody up. Option B blow yourself up. And it's like, neither one of these are good options. What do I do? Yep. And yep. I paused the game and I went, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to do. And I just quit. I just quit for the night. Yeah. I, I didn't know. And I love that games can do that. I, I, yes, I, those are my favorite moments when it's like, yes. I genuinely don't, there's no good answer here. And yeah. not only that, but I also care enough to want to think about what to do in yeah. this situation. It's so yes. cool. I, that was exactly what was happening in Vampire. And we were just, sometimes I was getting to the point where I'm like, if we can't beat this boss fight, then we're done. We're just never finishing the game because I'm not mm-hmm. killing more people. Like <laughs> it's, it's that crazy bit where, yeah, the only way to win at some point is like, just not play. I don't think. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's super cool. And I'm glad Detroit is getting you that immersed. And I know people like, yes, again, you can look at Vampire and I'm not going to, like, you put that story into a novel and it wouldn't be that novel. Ha ha ha. Like, I'm, right. it, I'm sure it wouldn't stand out really. Mm-hmm. But to me, games are such a fascinating and hard to work in medium because you're having to, having to manage so much more than other mediums and mm-hmm. you're having to take player choice into account and get voice acting and do all of this stuff that like, you only need a little bit of story to make 
a game immersive. Right. Like imagination can fill into if you're willing to invest yourself in it, you can fill in so many of the gaps that mm-hmm. the game might not necessarily have or feel invested enough that you can forgive it. And so I get yeah. the place of making fun of the goofiness of games and game stories, but I don't want that to be in place of also being able to get swept along by them. Yep, I agree. Um, so, I, yeah. I'm curious now. I can think of two right off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. what do you think? What, what Actually, shoot, give me like two, two minutes. I'm sorry, I'll be right back. Sure. Entertain okay. somebody with like music or something. All right, so here's a song that I wrote about my friend Cameron um, that I think really just sums up his personality in a nutshell. So here it goes. It goes... Cameron, Cameron, he's a good guy. Cameron, Cameron, he's not shy. Cameron, Cameron, he knows how to fry. Cameron, Cameron. And then it ends there, because I think that's avant-garde. Um, so I hope you I hope you enjoy this song. And also I hope that you know that he knows how to fry is a reference to how Cameron is a cook and he cooks things for people. And I'm gonna assume that at some point he has fried something, although I can't necessarily confirm this because i don't know if i've actually seen it with my own eyes but i'm just using basic deductionary logic skills to say that if someone cooks as often as cameron has cooked especially for like a large group of people in okay, an I'm industrial back. kitchen oh hello cameron what did you do you were reading a wikipedia article or something no, you? i had sung a song about you oh yeah i and heard industrial I, kitchen well i was explaining the song because one of the lyrics was cameron cameron he knows how to fry and i was explaining that that was a reference oh, to how you were cooking. and the la- my last name is fry i got it yeah okay <laughs> yes cameron fry ahoy small fry um okay but, yes no anyway, i was saying so yes um, your point i can think two of things. two kind of off the top of my head um but i'm wondering yeah. can you think of any video game stories mm-hmm. that would mm-hmm. translate well to a book or a movie not like in terms of Oof. Hey, we're recording all the cutscenes and the gameplay aspects and putting it in a movie. You no, know, I'm talking about yeah. like adapting the the base story to a movie or 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 novel. I mean, obviously, Last of Us would work. Right, um, that was my first one I thought of. Yes, that, even I though mean, even though Last of Us is not typically t- terribly original either. Honestly, it's also and also I honestly think a lot of what makes the Last of Us so effective is that you're spending so much time with the characters in that immersive role, like that you're yeah. walking around as Joel, you're walking around with Ellie. Um, Another one that popped into my head is Knights of the Old Republic. But again, the main plot twist big. Did you ever play Knights of the Old Republic? I did not. Dang. Okay. Definitely. I'm not going to go into that. But it plays with player agency. Well, I it's great. But anyway, it plays (laughs) with player agency specifically Uh in a way that would not be nearly as impactful in anything Uh else. So once again, like the, the games that stick out to me are the ones that like if you were to ask me what are the games with the most memorable stories that's going to be a different list because i find the most memorable game stories are the ones that take advantage of the fact that they're mm-hmm. games oh, yeah. so now i'm trying to think of your question um game stories that would just translate and still be good mm-hmm. oh last i still have one more. one one more oh, what's one your more. other one well what's i mean I'm, I'm curious if you come up with the same oh did you play that game i don't know if you did or not I can't uh, remember. sonic adventure yikes <laughs> that is such a good reaction no <laughs> yikes uh wait let me think here that doesn't really have that much of a plot um uh, 
Definitely I mean, not Portal. <laughs> my 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 right. My, well, that's funny because my original like when I first was thinking of the question, I was like Half Life Two. But yeah. then I'm like, oof, I don't know about that. I, I yeah. the, the the lore in Half Life is yeah. wild and cool, yeah. but I'm not sure if the beat by beat story is, is that now interesting. We're seeing, now we're seeing why video game movies aren't particularly good. Right. Um. Another thing that I was thinking is Stephen and I were talking about this when we were playing Vampire because we'd have like this super awesome cutscene, and then we would walk around and run into a wall. And open a trash can and get a pipe. And we're like, what if this beat for beat happened in the TV show? <laughs> <laughs> like, this would be the worst TV show ever. And it's like, oh, he's getting in another fight yep. with the same enemy types again. This is a terrible TV show. Yeah. Um, so what was your second one? God of War. Oh, I did. I mean, the new one I did play. The new one. You played all the way through? Yes. You beat it? Yes. I, I might go out on a limb and say God of War is the single greatest melding of what I consider to be probably the best video game story with amazing gameplay, not the best video game gameplay, but yeah, obviously, yeah, but, yeah. but, but really good gameplay. And it I has think, high story and high gameplay at the same time. Yes. And I think that I can't think of many other games that have novel worthy story and amazing gameplay at the same time. Um, That's pretty rare. Uh, because yeah. I, that story was uh, okay unfortunately you kind of have to be invested in kratos a little bit before you go into it to really get the full yeah. effect of it especially because of the twist um the two yeah. twists the three yeah three, there's a lot of twists um there are a lot of twists but but, but I, I i was i've played all the god of war games and i've been with kratos for a long long time and i've seen him literally rip zeus's head off like right like uh-huh. i've seen this creature at his lowest and to see him in the new game was like just just a start it was like whoa this is weird this is crazy and then as the story progressed and his his very realistic feeling relationship with his son grew and his very realistic relationship with other people in the world grew and and i was like this might be the greatest story ever in a video game that's that's translatable to a novel like it feels so dang good did you get that from that game at all um I didn't think about it being translated out of a game. I definitely appreciated the story. Um, and I agree that it had great story and great gameplay complementing each other really well. But I never really thought of it being taken out of the game to well, something else. Right. It's but, not like I've, it's not, that's not a super long yeah. thought I've ever had. I just think it's, 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 it's caliber is good enough to be a movie or a, or a, yeah. or a no, book it could or totally something. Be a, it could totally be a, a movie. Yeah. It was, and especially just how it would, unveil its story and like the the dramatic beats it would make and stuff yeah. like that like it very reminds me of like a tv show or a movie um, like it was a cinematic game for sure yeah like the and i think it helps that the stupid game is cinematic in general in any ways yeah. because like the, you know everything's one shot was really 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 cool um right and there was a subtlety to a lot of it like especially in kratos and stuff that reminds yeah. me of like tv show or movie like the acting in the the motion so capture and stuff is all very good. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I held Last of Us as the pedestal of best, you know, acting in general. Yeah. But I think some scenes in God of War are mm-hmm. very, very close, if not better than some the mm-hmm. most of the stuff in Last of Us. Uh, I particularly, again, because I am so invested in the character of Kratos, the twist in the middle ish of the game was like, mm-hmm. are you actually kidding me right now? This is the coolest thing. I possibly mm-hmm. could have imagined. And I love when twists catch me off guard. I hate when I have an inkling about a twist. Yeah. Or it catches me so off guard that it's like, what? Come on, what? Mm-hmm. But that that twist yeah. was like, 
perfect. It was so perfect. And I, Sorry, I just I, love that game. Which one is this without completely giving it away? When he goes back to his house. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That is cool. Just um, like, wow. Uh, another thing that I was thinking of was um, Dark Souls. Story would be great in a TV show. What? No. The lo- Sorry. The lore is definitely cool enough. To I just imagine it. I imagine them having to say, oh, look, it's a shield. This shield once belonged to the yeah. knight. It's like... <laughs> it's just a narrated TV exactly. show. Oh. oh, my gosh. No, thank yeah. you. Yeah. So well, that's really interesting. I, mean, I don't know. That helped give me a new appreciation for game stories because I grew up being like, games have cool stories. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of grew up more and I'm like, oh, no, they're dumb compared to other stories. Am I dumb for liking them? Right. And I yep. feel like this conversation is a good way of like, oh... I kind of understand the context now for why I like these so much. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I just hate, you know, they all, it all stemmed from the fact that everybody craps on David Cage games. And I'm yeah. like, I, I went, I, I got the game last night and I was like, yeah. I'm not going to go into this with everyone else's mindset. I'm going to go into it with, I liked Heavy Rain. Let's see if I like this. Yeah. And I genuinely do. And I'm like, I don't, people are too harsh on things. I, I think it, yeah. I know it's not that great. I know it's not that interesting or, or new or different, but the way yeah. it melds it together with the gameplay mm-hmm. is so good. I just, I love it. I love it. And that's it. to me where like games are, games are the ultimate form of like, you, you have to experience it. Like you can't just mm-hmm. tell someone the story or something. And it's, and that's also the high bar of entries. You can't just say, here, sit down with me and watch this movie with me. And now you'll know why I love this movie. You have to be like on your own time, take, 30 hours if you want and invest yourself in this thing and you can't really blame someone for not doing that. right absolutely so it's hard Agreed. to share it's a hard to share medium it is it's really annoying zach still owes me a free game and he hasn't he uh-huh. i told him oh. it was celeste and he hasn't would near story work in a movie Ooh, hold on i think that sounds actually- like a would that Although, sounds like a game that's totally fitting that idea of the interactivity plus the i haven't played it but it sounds like it so I don't know. Uh, here's the thing about about what's his face's games. Um, oh, they're, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. they're very dependent on the interactivity. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot of really cool story beats in near Automata Automata. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they would make a pretty good movie. They could be a they could be a really great movie. I don't think it would be better as a movie. No, at no. All. I think. The reason that Near Automata works is because it's a video game, and it literally wouldn't work in its exact form in any other way. Um, yeah. The base, and that's that's, but it's interesting because it's separated from the base story. You really have to play it to understand what I'm talking about. But yep. the base story of Near would work as fine as a movie. But the the second you incorporate. Yep. The, I know, I know, play, it gets complicated. It, yeah. yeah, because the gameplay suddenly affects. The story in, in in more than a way than you would think of like going left makes the left story go. No, I'm talking yeah. about the gameplay changes how the story right. is. Well, it's kind of like Kojima stuff again where it's like a lot of his stuff like is very cleverly weaves in like it plays with the fact that it's a game. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if it's the same way in here, but it's, it's the same kind of the thing that it would not. idea, but yeah. more. Yeah, so like it de- unplugging your controller during Psychomate, there's like right. these weird little things. It's yes. like, oh, okay, that's yeah. so clever. That's very similar. Yeah. Except I would say y- Yoko Taro, that's his name, would do yeah. it. E- he he's managed to take that mantle and do it even more than Hideo wow. did. Wow, um, that's amazing. It, no, that was Hideo's. The thing. end of uh, Automata is just like 
Yeah, your brain, right, your brain well, I, I'm gonna put that high on my list of games. I've been trying like, to get people to play it since know, 2018, you, you, man. Yeah, since last last no, year when you visited, you're like, we're gonna play it. Yeah, I think it was. We, yeah, we really need. It's so good. Uh, Ugh. Well, Cameron, we very effortlessly filled up an hour, so apparently we need to do these more often. I mean, um, we're we're pretty good at podcasting. Yeah, we're pretty we used to it. Don't. <laughs> we just we're just really bad at doing it. Yeah, this is really fun. I enjoyed yeah, this. Of course, um, man. Yep. Well, thank Are you, Cameron. Are you the show? Is that what you're doing here? I am. We're at an hour, so I figured mm. that. Yeah, that's or, you know. I, yeah, we could mm-hmm. talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, m- uh, m- m- moths. Motley Crew. Mm, Def Leppard. Well, you mentioned it, Cameron. Our sponsor this week. Oh no! Is what have I done? Being unenthused about things. Okay. Do you have the papers? No. I mean, why why do you even bring it up if we don't have the papers, Brian? Because they gave me other papers which were green and had numbers on them. What does that have to do with anything, Brian? They paid me money. Oh. (laughs) Well. You sound a little too enthused, Cameron. Yeah, I know, I know, I'm sorry. We we ruined it! I can't be bothered, bothered. I'm sorry! Uh, Oh, well, well, thanks anyway. I'll be sending your your lovely money back to you, being unenthused. Um, Thank you, Cameron, for joining us this week. You're, well, us. For some reason, when you said us, I was like, there's nobody else here but us, and I was like, oh, that means us. Me and the audience, exactly. Yeah, Um, Yeah, you're welcome, Brian. Not thank you to Steven. Not no. thank you to Ben. Correct. Not thank you to Abigail. Mm-hmm. Not thank you to That's Zachary, it. who I oh, almost forgot. And he was going to get so dang offended <laughs> if sorry, I had Zach, forgotten him. I actually, for some reason, thought Brian said your name. I don't know why. I'm tired. <laughs> I didn't forget no. you. Um, and not thank you to everyone who's not listening <laughs> this week. Oh, hey, yeah. as, a, as an added bonus, I have a mm-hmm. surprise. Oop for uh for for you brian and for oh. our listener okay and for uh everybody in the wales of our podcast All i right. have a surprise what's, what's are you pregnant <laughs> no okay uh but it's a surprise that i'm not actually going to tell you but i want what? i want well it's a surprise oh so when it happens you'll be surprised this is okay so you're just announcing the fact that at some point in the future we'll be surprised i'm i'm well, it, I got you a present for your birthday, Brian. It's I'm not gonna tell you what it is. It's a surprise. Like, okay, I, mean, I just don't know the, what the timer on this is. Like, I understand you're announcing this, but like, With, is when this... I get back from Alaska, so probably two weeks. Oh, okay, gotcha. So you're saying you have a surprise probably next time we record. Y- yeah, next no, episode. in about 45 seconds, I'm gonna tell you the surprise. Hang on. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Yes, Brian. In about okay. two weeks, okay, <laughs> I have a surprise for everybody, and it'll be very All exciting. Right. And it's going to be a callback. Ooh, Ooh, I like those. I hope it's a post box. A po- oh, no. no. I'm pretty no. sure Petey rusted shut. Oh, he did. I thought he was already pretty darn rusty. So yeah. Well, you heard his door opening and closing. So, I mean. <laughs> it's very true. All right. Well, um, I, dang, I've already thanked people. So it makes it really hard to figure Hi. out how to end this. Oh, you're a pro. Thanks, man. I'm pretty good. 